This episode of the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast is brought to you by Groundhog Day is an event, not a business strategy. Are you ready to finally solve those pesky issues that keep holding back your business success and never seem to go away? Embrace the power of the spring formula that unearths the issues and opportunities burrowed beneath the surface and grow your business so you thrive from your intersection of your brilliance and your passion. Claim your copy today at www.thegroundhogbook.com. Welcome to the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast. Join us as we celebrate entrepreneurs, business creators, and brilliant minds who reveal what they are doing to make the world a better place by being part of it. Be sure to visit our website at www.brilliancepluspassion.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now sit back, lean in, tune in, get your notepad and two pens ready, and let's get started. My name is Adam Homey. I am your host, and I am honored by your wise decision to tune in and invest in yourself today. Right now, we're speaking with Captain Jim Palmer, known as the Dream Business Coach. And to tell you a little bit about Jim, he's best known internationally, not only as the Dream Business Coach, but also as the newsletter guru. He's the founder of the Dream Business Academy, creator of the Dream Business Mastermind and Coaching Program, host of Dream Business Radio, which is a weekly podcast based on Jim's unique brand of smart marketing and dream business building strategies. He's the author of seven books uh, that are all available to you on Amazon and other places where fine books are sold. He also is a creator of No Hassle Newsletters, The Cashflow Conversation Code, How to Sell from the Stage, Success Advantage Publishing, and a large range of businesses and ventures that are designed to help entrepreneurs serve from their intersection of their brilliance and their passion. In 2016, and this is the part I love about Jim, after raising four kids and leading a practical and predictable life, Jim and his wife Stephanie sold their home in suburban Philadelphia and now live full-time on their yacht called Our Floating Home. While traveling up and down the East Coast, Jim teaches entrepreneurs and small business owners how to take an ordinary business and turn it into a dream business so you too can live your dream lifestyle. Jim, welcome aboard. How you doing, Adam? Thanks for having me, buddy. All right. So the first question, and uh, these first two are really me looking to you, for you to explain in your own words. The first question is, how does the work you do make the world a better place for your clients, customers, and society at large? Well, you sort of let the cat out of the bag. I help entrepreneurs, <laughs> in fact, take ordinary businesses and turn them into dream businesses making it better for them and their families, their financial security, their retirement, if they ever choose to retire. But I also um, instill, maybe by the way I live my life and how I work with my clients, hope to impart with them that the success that they're blessed with gives them, well, it gives them financial freedom and time freedom to go out and do some good in the world. That's beautiful. And as soon as you said, let the cat out of the bag, I had to introduce Princess <laughs> Alessandra Francesca. So I you'd like in, that reference. Yeah. So in your own words, you are a polymath when it comes to entrepreneurship. You have so many ventures and so many different ways of helping entrepreneurs and dream business owners. So in your own words, what do you do? I coach entrepreneurs and small business owners in the areas of marketing and mindset, teach them how to create multiple streams of revenue, 
And this last part sounds a little hokey, but it's actually true. How to make more money by doing less. In other words, focusing yeah. on whatever your God-given skill or talent is and how to really significantly impact that with the marketing and mindset, which is a big part of it, and actually generate more success for themselves. You know, it's interesting. Most of the literature and the coursework that I'm seeing these days on entrepreneurship is about simplification. Five years ago, it was all about how to build tech stacks and elaborate funnels and all kinds of conditional logic. And we've seen things just over the past few years simplify, which is something I predicted when I put out my book, Groundhog Day is an event, not a business strategy in the year 2018, a book which you, by the way, helped me name. Probably I just want to make sure want to make sure our uh, listeners here at the Brilliance Plus Passion podcast were aware of that. And I urge entrepreneurs as they're going through their day to look at how they're spending their day, the activities they're doing, the processes they have in their business, what their people are doing, and ask this question. What would happen if we didn't do this at all? That's right. You know, some of the success, some of the biggest successes that not only have I had, but my clients have is when I teach them how to say no, if you say yes to this, what are you going to say no to? Because ultimately yeah. you can't say yes to everything. You'll do nothing well. Actually, I had one of the calls just right before this one, Adam, with a, with a new client. And it was like, we were going to go down this road, this road, and this road in our half hour call. We did a hundred percent mindset. I could see the person was in a little bit of pain and questioning yeah. and this, that, and the other thing. By the end of it, we were back on track. So we're going to hit, pick it back up on the next call. But yeah, it, I mean, we as entrepreneurs need somebody occasionally to drive the train and tell us what to do, how to focus, especially somebody with a proven track record. Yeah. Speaking of questions, what are a few of the most frequently asked questions that folks have for you as they're going through their process of making their decision to work with you? Is it really possible to raise the prices? Am I going to lose mm -hmm. customers? Am I going to lose my current customers? Will I stop attracting new ones? How quickly can I see results? It's always a favorite of mine. Yes. Can your team really make me a published author in 60 to 90 days? Uh, and probably if I had a fourth one, do you really only work three days a week? And do you live on a boat full time? Is that a set? Is that a green screen? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've seen your boat and I can verify that it's real. Yes. Yes. What are a few questions you wish people would ask? Um, well, oddly enough, because in my opening call that I usually have with prospective clients, I tell them all, all the things that are going to help make them successful, which stuff I've done. So if, well, do I really have to do everything you suggest or everything that helps you build your dream business it may seem like an odd question, but it tells me they're really processing. What's the first thing yeah. you think I ought to do before our first coaching call would be an amazing question. And maybe... Again, just trying to figure it all out. How did you write six books, put on eight live events, and, and create five successful businesses in 10 years? Not that that's an egotistical question to feed my ego, but boy, there's like a lot of lessons to be learned there. Right. So let's switch now and have some fun. And here's one of the things we love to ask our guests here on Brilliance Plus Passion. What would people who know you be surprised to learn about you? Well, one of the things that's actually shocking is there's a lot of people that still don't know I live on a boat and I travel full time. <laughs> They're yeah. like, where? Oh, are you in your boat now? Oh, are you home? I said, well, yes, I'm home. <laughs> yes, I'm on my boat. So a lot of people just thought it was this thing stuff. Now we're going to do for a vacation for a short period of time. We're well into our fifth year now. So it really shocks me that some people uh, haven't really grasped that this is, in fact, our new life. Yeah. What do you hope people say about you when you're not around to hear it? 
Hmm. Well, that's a good one. Uh, this is this is Adam. Get Jim to dig deep. I think for <laughs> uh, for friends and family, I would hope they say he's a generous man and he loves to make people laugh. Totally. I'm always a big cut up. I love to help. So I think, first of all, from a business standpoint, if you get people laughing means they're listening to you. But on the other side of it, we could we should all be laughing more. And I think that my clients and I've 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 heard this, but I, I would hope more people would say this is that what you need to understand is Jim is invested in your success as I am or more. He really takes this personally. If you go back in time and change one thing you've done or one thing you've experienced, what would that be and why? I would have not dragged my feet, which is a clean way of saying I was a wuss about being an author <laughs> and a speaker. Okay. What do you think uh, caused you to uh, drag things out? Well, fear. Fear of what people would say. Fear of perfectionism. Mm-hmm. Two things I covered the other day. But um, what actually, so that's what caused me to drop. Because, And by the way, when you're an entrepreneur, you're the business owner. I don't have to do anything I don't want to do. But then something happened to me. At about the time my girls were in 10th or 11th grade, and we knew they were starting to apply to colleges, and I did not have the income that I wanted to have to help them go to college. And what happened to me, Adam, and I call this extreme motivation, is that we will always do something for someone else or someone, a cause or a group or whatever, more than we'll do it for ourselves. So if I said, no, I'm not going to be a speaker. No, I'm not going to write a book, and I'll find another way to do marketing and be okay with that. But if I knew both those things would help me grow and they have to a significant degree and that growth is going to help me take care of my girls in college, that's what got me off the dime. Well, uh, you know, I found that sometimes deadlines. Uh, I cover this in my book as well. Uh, how, in one of the sections is how to make deadlines matter in two easy steps. And one of them is to create a dependency. What happens if we don't do this? I mean, I've got, and you've seen this because you know, I'm your coaching client, and I've shown you this document that's about 20 pages long that I mm-hmm. update and print out every month that shows high-priority items, low-priority items, and stuff that, hey, when there's time, we'll knock this off. And I have right. this for my own businesses, which I treat as a client, and I have it for each one of my clients. So uh, you know, going, you know, going through that, uh, the, reason, the reason I bring this up is you know, uh, these things – tend to matter when there's a dependency. The stuff that's in the, hey, well, you know, it's something we need to do. And whenever there's a really slow period, we'll start knocking off some of these things. One of those could jump up to the urgent power really quickly if something depended on it. Right. But if something doesn't depend on it, you could assign something to the high urgency category. But if there's no real dependency, if there's no real consequence, if you don't do it, it's probably not going to get done. It's That's just the way it is. It'll forever be on the back burner. Exactly. So needing to send the girls to school, I mean, that was a that was a pretty major dependency that got you moving to get that done. I was okay letting myself down occasionally as an entrepreneur, but I was yep. not okay letting my girls down as their father. Exactly. Exactly. So what famous person alive or dead would you like to meet? And if you had the opportunity, what question would you have for them? Well, he's very much alive. I, I respect the hell out of Clint Eastwood. Um, yep. I would love to ask him, did you always have the courage to play your own game uh, and not really care what others think about you? Because I'm certainly that's his personality. And I guess I would also ask him if I could ask him something else is what do you say to others who care far too much about what others think of you? You know, what what wisdom can you share there? Because that that guy is, is an amazing individual. Yeah, uh, I like to cite my own teachings in the podcast reach system. You have these movie directors that will do 40 and 50 takes of an individual scene. With Clint, 
he usually runs with the first or second take. And there yeah. are reasons why he does that. And I'll share just one of them. It's to create a sense of forward motion. If he has the actors, the technicians, everybody else who is involved in production assembled on set. And it seems like days go by and they're continually redoing this one scene over and over again. That's going to lead to a sense of frustration and lack of movement. However, if they can get through an entire part of the storyline or entire set of scenes in one day, that creates the power of inertia that develops a sense of moving forward. That's right. And he doesn't even know this, but he was probably the earliest person to go with the good is good enough, you know, yeah. way before Dan Kennedy even coined that phrase. Right. I, and I've seen a number of his movies. They seem pretty good to me. They sure are. And if, you right. don't, and if you don't agree with me, get off my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> so what motivates and inspires you to keep going when you're having a tough time or facing a challenge? With me, obviously, it's Princess Alessandra. But for you... It's knowing, well, I'm, I'm a man of faith. It's me knowing that we are all blessed with a God-given skill or talent. And I also believe we're called to serve each other. So yeah. that, that second one falls into... Um, the extreme motivation. So just because you may enjoy a certain level of success doesn't mean you stop serving others. I mean, I right. really upped my game as it relates to my legacy recently. You know, you, you alluded to it with, with my books by giving them all the digital copies away for free. So I, I don't I don't think, you know, even the fact that I work three days a week now, I don't want to work more. I love my life, but I still have this really yearning desire to help more entrepreneurs with the gifts that God blessed me with. Right. So I know you have a special gift for our listeners, a special invitation, and I'll share that with them. But in general, right now, what is one action you would urge our listeners to take as soon as they finish streaming this episode? Well, for heaven's sakes, it's the name of my fifth book. Stop waiting for it to get easier. Right. There is no perfect time to act, right? And one of the things you need to do is act before you feel ready. I'm glad we're on video, so I have to do air quotes, but act before you feel. You never are going to feel ready to do something big that's all that's outside your comfort zone or you know outside the box, so to speak. And always remember, you're going to earn far more money for who you are than what you do. It's not about the deliverable. In business, people will be attracted to the person that they feel they have the most hope and certainty that they're going to help help them. Right. All right. So uh, first of all, thank you for joining us. And before you go, for those who are watching the video version of the Brilliance Plus Passion podcast at www.brilliancepluspassion.com, you can see right now on your screen that a URL has appeared. I will say it out loud one time for the folks who are out jogging. It's www.getjimpalmer.com forward slash transformation. That's www.getjimpalmer.com forward slash transformation. The link is also in your show notes. And basically what this is an invitation to is to begin a 10-day transformation toward a dream business. What I love about this is a sequence of short micro lessons where you share topics such as the secrets of what you call the out of the blue guru and how you can beat them at their own game. What makes you a guru? Three ways to raise seed capital for your business without a traditional bank loan and four powerful copywriting techniques that you can use to attract and acquire customers. And when you do this stuff right away, you can begin seeing incremental results very, very quickly. So again, to get all of this, and it comes in the form of a short email sequence, just go to www.getjimpalmer.com 
forward slash transformation. With that, Captain Jim, thank you so much for being with us today. It's been an honor and believe me, an education. Thanks so much, Adam. Thanks for having me, buddy. Thank you for tuning into the Brilliance Plus Passion podcast, where we celebrate entrepreneurs, business creators, and brilliant minds who are making a difference for their community, market, and audience. Remember to visit our website at www.brilliancepluspassion.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast. Thank you.